RVFTA's Campground of the Week is sponsored by Jayco. To view their complete line of RVs, visit jayco.com. And by Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts. To find a campground near you, visit campjellystone.com. America the Beautiful. There is adventure to be found around every corner. And there is no better way to explore it than by staying at one of our country's 14,000 campgrounds. Our team of correspondents will guide you to the best places to park your rig or pitch your tent. On each week's episode, we'll give a complete review of one campground, location, activities, amenities, best sites, and tons of other insider intel. Plus, we'll talk about regional highlights, food, culture, attractions, family fun, and all things great outdoors. From the East Coast to the West Coast, and from the Great Lakes to the Mississippi Delta, it's time to hit the open road with RVFTA's Campground of the Week. Hey everybody, it's Jeremy and Stephanie from RVFTA.com, and we're coming at you with a special episode of Campground of the Week. We want to cover eight great campgrounds in Myrtle Beach. And Stephanie, there's just an abundance of riches in Myrtle Beach. So many great places to stay. Yeah. These roundups have been sort of inspired by the fact that there's certain destinations and types of campgrounds around the country that people over and over again reach out to us for information on, right? Whether it's through a private message on Instagram or in our private Facebook group, RVFTA, the group, people are just always asking about, say, campgrounds in the Smokies. So we did a roundup on that. And Myrtle Beach is another one of those classic RV destinations. I mean, it just, people are attracted to RV vacations there and there are campgrounds in spades. It can almost be overwhelming to choose one. I think that's what happens. I think people start to research and they're reading reviews for many great campgrounds where there's a lot of destinations out there where you're lucky if there's like two good campgrounds mm-hmm. and you've got to pick between two. In Myrtle Beach, there are many, many good ones, just like in the Great Smokies. Now, Myrtle Beach is also an amazing destination. And I think that Myrtle Beach took us by surprise a little bit when we first went, Steph. There's just so much more there than I had initially thought. Right. I mean, the classic sort of picture that people get of Myrtle Beach is that Grand Strand picture, right? With the boardwalk and just all of the tchotchke shops and the the beach and everything. The colored Ferris wheel. Yeah. And, you know, that's there for sure. But what we realized when we finally went, and I kind of pushed you a little to go there for our first trip, because I actually had a friend that was so not about tchotchke, crazy boardwalk experiences. And she just kept raving and raving about this being her favorite family vacation every spring. And I just said to you, we got to go. We can get there in 12 hours and be warm, you know, in the spring. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to be on the beach in the spring. My thing with Myrtle, (laughs) and we've gone in April, like four or five times. And we went once in July. But really for us, And we've been in October also. It was gorgeous in October. There's a lot of nice times to visit. (laughs) You are correct. But my thing with going in April, for us New Jersey folks, it's like getting Florida weather 
in half the drive. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure it's a little bit warmer in Florida and the ocean's a little bit warmer, but man, Myrtle Beach in April's really nice. I have no desire to drive further than Myrtle to get the weather I want on my spring break. Yeah. So you can go and you can enjoy all that, you know, typical beachy, tchotchke fun. But then what we also found was there's a lot of other stuff there that's very different and you can have very different kinds of vacations, like the state parks. There are two state parks within Spit distance of that boardwalk area. And they are both really phenomenal Gorgeous to go in for the day or to camp. And we'll talk about that in a second. There's also the Broadway on the Beach area where you can get live music, you right. can all kinds of amazing entertainment. We went to see one of those cover band shows where we saw the Elvis impersonator, the Sinatra impersonator. We loved it. it the was kids loved it. So much fun. You have to kind of have a heart that's open to have kind of campy fun when you go to Myrtle Beach because we just, you know, did things that we wouldn't normally do and it was fantastic. But then we also visited the iconic Brook Green Gardens, which is a world class botanical experience. And you could just go back again and again. So there's road food joints like the Early Bird Diner and Johnny D's Waffles, oh, which Johnny has been featured on the Food Network. There's just one one thing after another that makes it worth the a worthwhile trip. The one year trip. we went in the fall, we hardly did like Myrtle Beach proper at all. Mm-hmm. We were on the outskirts. And we did a Trailer Life article on Myrtle, Myrtle Beach. I think we called it like the real wild side of Myrtle Beach. And we wanted to expose everyone in the article to all the other things. So if you Google RV... Um, it's actually the it's whole not. article is online and I'm linking to it in the show okay. notes. It's already the in there. Right yep, there. Which is great because you can't always get all the Trailer Life articles online. All right, now we're going to break down eight awesome campgrounds for you, and we approve of all these. We think these are all really good options if you want to stay in Myrtle Beach. But before we do that, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Jayco. Elevate your family's road trips for years to come with the Pinnacle Luxury Fifth Wheel line from Jayco. The Pinnacle's hardwood cherry cabinets and trims, stainless steel fixtures, and brand name furniture will take your family's fun to the next level of luxury. And it's backed by Jayco's two-year limited warranty. Visit your local Jayco dealer or jayco.com for more information. Jayco, Generations of Family Fun. You could also visit one of our podcasts where we had the product designer from that line on the show talking about the luxury fifth wheels. I wouldn't mind having a luxury fifth wheel like a pinnacle parked at Myrtle Beach in like a seasonal spot or at least for like the, for like snowboarding. Yeah. It'd be an awesome place to spend There is a reason why people love the Myrtle Beach area for snowboarding and it's because it gives them a little bit of a taste of seasons, right? It's not, it's not completely summer-like all year, and they still get that kind of temperate weather. So a lot of people like that. I would probably rather be a snowbird in Myrtle Beach than in Florida, I think. All right. right. Let's start with two great state parks for camping. Because I want to say before we dive in, we always tell people there's no such thing as a perfect campground. There's just a perfect campground for you. And this list really demonstrates that. Okay. So these campgrounds are wildly different. They're all good, but they're good for different people. Know thyself campers. (laughs) Yeah. And let's think of these two side by side because these are your two state park campground options. 
They're both awesome, man. You, In my opinion, you can't lose. So the first one is Myrtle Beach State Park. Then we'll talk about Huntington Beach State Park. But let's start with Myrtle Beach State Park. Great place for a day trip, but there's also a really beautiful campground there. Yeah, and it is a beachfront location. Um, the actual campground itself is not right on the beach. You have to take a little walk um, from the campground a to really the beach. A really little walk. A, a little walk, but it is a little bit of a walk there. Um, and you are right directly south of that Grand Strand area at the Myrtle Beach State Park. Now, here's the really great part about this campground. There's 278 campsites. 138 of them are full hookup with electric water and so I didn't know there was that many full hookups. Yeah, nice, right? So even that they do go fast, of course. These state parks book out 11 months in advance, 12 months in advance, easy. Particularly if you want to go the week of Easter mm-hmm. or if you want to go Memorial Day weekend or something like that. Yeah, you got to get on it. Now, the state park also has some nice amenities in the actual campground for a state park. It did have a really nice camp store that's well stocked. It did. And there was a little nature center that was really cute and charming. Farming. Um, there's also a really large playground. And like we never camped here. We never stayed here overnight. But when we would stay at the Myrtle Beach KOA, we'd always come over for a day and spend a day here. And the kids loved swimming in the ocean. They also love that really large playground. There's a fishing pier, a picnic area, and one mile of beach. So it's a really nice long beach people spread out. Now, the state park has daily activities during the high season and definitely weekly scheduled activities like at the Nature Center during the off season. Um, So what do you think the general vibe is for camping here? I, I like the fact that it is close to the downtown area and close to the craziness, but it is just a little bit removed. It's somewhat the best of both worlds here. You do hear the planes going overhead from the airport Mm -hmm. occasionally, or is it from a military base or both? But still, it's pretty relaxed. It's pretty peaceful. It's pretty mellow. And it's very nicely shaded. I mean, this is a woodsy campground. It's not like you're out in the middle of a field exposed to bright sunlight on the beach. I think of the Myrtle Beach State Park as being sort of a quiet retreat with a perpetual hum of activity. Like there's a little bit of a buzz there, but it's not too much. So I think you're right. This is a nice middle ground kind of a place. Now, I consider our next campground, Huntington Beach State Park, a little more off the beaten track. It's quite a bit more off the beaten mm-hmm. track. I mean, it's a solid 20 minutes from downtown 20 Myrtle to 30, Beach. of course, always depending on traffic. And this is my spot. Like I, I don't want need to be that close to downtown Myrtle Beach. Like, I love to go to Huntington Beach State Park. We had a great site reserved, I think, two years ago when we went in the fall. Right before Hurricane Matthew. And Hurricane Matthew ripped apart the campground, and they had to shut down the campground, and we ended up staying at the Myrtle Beach KOA, which we love, but we did want to try Huntington Beach State Park. I think Huntington Beach State Park is one of the most beautiful state park campgrounds in the country. Mm-hmm. It is gorgeous. It is peaceful. It is relaxing. There's just like nothing not to love about this place. Right. So you're kind of a world away from the, the boardwalk scene. Um, so this is down by Merle's Inlet and Polly's Island, which are kind of in general known as more quiet residential areas um, south of Myrtle Beach. There's also a lot of small restaurants and shopping down in this area if you're more into that kind and of experience. Close to Brook Green Gardens. You're practically across, across the, the street. street from Brook Green Gardens. Now, the downside, of course, is that if you want to go to the Broadway, you know, on the beach, if you want to go to the boardwalk areas, those things are all going to be a bit more of a drive. I have to say that when we went 
for the first few times to Myrtle Beach, I think it was probably nice that we weren't a super long drive from a lot of the different things that we did. But now that we'll, when we go back, you know, nowadays, I don't feel like we have to do everything. So we I'm happy wanna, to be. We just want to kick it and yeah. relax. Yeah. Like if you just want to kick it and relax, like Huntington Beach State Park is definitely the option over Myrtle Beach State Park. If you've got small kids and you want to go to the boardwalk and all that stuff, you probably would really appreciate staying at Myrtle Beach State Park. Yeah, there's 173 campsites and 107 of them have water and electric and they go fast 66 full hookup sites with water sewer and electric can i give you an example i think it was september i was trying to book a site at huntington beach state park for our spring break and there were like three sites left and Mm -hmm. we decided we decided we're going back to the great smokies anyway but at that point in september for april Everything was almost gone, and the prime sites were gone. Like oh, those left. I was looking at three to four pickings. sites yeah. that were not the best sites. Right now, there's tons of state park activities um, right there. In Huntington Beach State Park is an amazing one. Um, there's kayak and canoeing and fishing opportunities. There's birding. There's um, the alligators that you can go alligator the watching. Alligators are all over the place. Yes, they are. There are extensive nature programs for both children and adults, and of course, there's the National Historic Landmark um, at a can I just tell everybody, take the alligator warning seriously. Like, don't get too close. Keep a safe distance. Mm-hmm. Don't let your kids swim in that water. Okay, they're fine in the ocean, but any of those other little areas, like, yeah. they're not swimming areas. And there's signs everywhere. So what, the general vibe of this, I think, is quiet, it's, really peaceful beach camping it's, in a state park. It's as good as East Coast beach camping gets. Like, Stephanie, can you think of a better campground, either public or private, on the East Coast, right on the ocean? That's tricky. I'm not going to answer that question on a a Myrtle Beach roundup. This is obviously super... We keep saying we're going to do a beach camping roundup, so we'll save that discussion. I mean, this is a super subjective judgment call on my part. It may be the single nicest campground on the ocean on the entire East Coast. All right. Let's move on to private parks, okay? So those are the state parks that Myrtle Beach is known for now. Myrtle Beach also has... An, an abundance of what we call resort campgrounds. And these are um, not peaceful and not quiet for the most part. They're very busy. However, there's one that we'll start off with that does sort of have a measured, I think, balance in between some of the larger resorts in Myrtle Beach and the and the state park camping. So we really love the Myrtle Beach KOA. I would call it a top 10 campground of all time for me. It's not right on the ocean. That's the first thing to be mm-hmm. clear about. It's about, what is it, about three blocks Three blocks in. inland, yeah. Now, what's fascinating, though, it's three blocks in from the ocean, right smack, basically in the middle of downtown Myrtle Beach, but it's like this wooded, shaded oasis. Like, when you're sitting around a campfire at night, you're just surrounded by beautiful, lovely trees and forest, but then you'll hear an a- ambulance wailing <laughs> right by, right? Because, I mean, downtown Myrtle Beach is right there. Yeah, so within a, walking distance. It's an, Oh, yeah, you can walk mm-hmm. to the miniature golf. You can right. walk up to the boardwalk. It's an amazing combination of urban camping in a really beautiful, woodsy environment. I mean, I think this is a very pretty campground. Right. So if you want that kind of woodsy environment, um, you don't want that city feeling that some beach camping resorts can have. If you want a woodsy environment, but you want the amenities that the state park campgrounds don't have, like a heated pool, a regular pool, a splash pad, jump pillow, playground. If you want that combination, Karaoke this might be nights, your spot. Right. Magicians on Friday nights, bluegrass festivals. There is a lot of entertainment at this KOA. Very family friendly, but then also really full of snowbirds and a really eclectic mix of people. That's it. I mean, that's kind of the two 
segments of the yeah. crowd to some degree. It's like there's <laughs> lots of families there because it's mm-hmm. a great KOA for families. But then there's definitely lots of like snowbirds in their class A's living life up. I adore this place. There's also a free shuttle during the season at least, and I think the season's quite long, that will take you to the beach. So they will drop you off at the beach with all your stuff and tell them when you want to be picked up. They'll yeah. come right back up. And when I say a shuttle, it's like a large It's golf a golf cart. cart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other cool thing is if you rent a golf cart here or own your own golf cart, you can drive right into town. So or the, up to the beach yourself. Or up to the beach. So the yeah. first time I, I had Max and Theo and Wes on the golf cart with me, I didn't tell them that we were leaving the campground. Busted right out of the campground to like go. They were by like the having panic somewhere. attacks. Oh my god, they were thrilled though. They're like, "Are the police going to come yeah. get us?" And you I was just like, no, cannot okay. drive on Kings Highway, which is that major highway that goes you up and down the do Grand that. Strand. So you just have to stay off. Of that. I would also say this too: it's a huge campground. If you can't get sites at Myrtle Beach State Park, if you can't get sites at Huntington Beach State Park. I think you will have good luck trying to get a site at the Myrtle Beach KOA because it's so big and you will not be disappointed. All right, let's move north. So the only campground that we have on our um, on the north side of Myrtle Beach on this roundup is the Myrtle Beach Travel Park. And we actually have quite a few friends that um, have gone to this park over and over again throughout the years. And that is the kind of park this is. So this is an RV resort for sure. It is beachfront. But it kind of blends that like RV resort with a little bit of that homey family feeling of people that come back year after year after year. We have met people that have been going there for 20 years. Right. Yeah. I think they don't, they don't even know if there's other campgrounds. Like that's just where their family goes. And I think it's grown and changed and they've made a lot of improvements over the years, but it does, I think, have that kind of, you know, old time family feel to it. I would be tempted to try this one. I just don't want to be north of the city. I prefer to be south of the city and maybe a bit closer to Charleston for day trips. And that's just me. So the Northern Myrtle Beach is nice. If you're going to, you know, be at um, Broadway on the beach, and the boardwalk, and you're gonna actually go to a lot of the shows and everything. Like the um, what's the blues cafe? The, uh, it's escaping my house head. House of Blues. Yeah, like yeah the, the House, house of, of Blues, blues is, is all up serious there. Serious concerts. Yes, like there's a lot of stuff that's up in that northern. Well, you could section. also go day trip to Wilmington mm-hmm. in North Carolina as well, which we've driven through Wilmington, but we've never done like the day trip from Myrtle Beach to Wilmington, but it's very possible. Yeah. And you still kind of get a little bit more of that like residential feel to it, not being in the heart of the action of the Grand Strand. So, you know, so location wise, it definitely is a different kind of a place. And they have a new splash pool, a heated indoor pool, a lazy river, a basketball court, beach volleyball, horseshoe pits, playground. They got a lot of stuff there. to do. Absolutely. It's definitely a top notch um, place and it's year round. The only thing is I'll say the general vibe, in addition to being, like I said, that that place that people go back years after years. It's almost like a tradition kind of a place. There are a lot of seasonal sites and mobile home sites. So just be aware of that because some people are, if they're coming from an area without a lot of those kinds it of seasonal like sites. like a vacation to them or something. Yeah, yeah. That it feels like people are living there and that can kind of skew the experience a little bit. All right, Ocean Lakes is really popular, really well known. It's like a city. Well, it is technically the largest campground on the East Coast and one of the largest in the United States. Are you ready for these stats? 859 campsites, 2,566 annual lease sites on 310 oceanfront acres. You got that? <laughs> yeah, we pulled, we pulled in one time to check it. And again, it's right on the beach. And we pulled in one time. And when we pulled in to check it out to see if we would want to stay there, our boys were really little. 
And there was a lot of hustle and bustle there, a lot of golf carts bu- busting around, like stuff that wouldn't bother me as much now. But at that time, I was like, you know what? I think this is a little too p- fast paced for us with our little, little kids. But now I think I would love to try staying here one time. I really think we need to. At I would point, love it. I have to say, I would so love much it. recreation, great facilities. It is like going to a beach city, and all of the amenities are wrapped up in that. Like they actually treat it like it's a self contained little like town. Because they have like the camp center with a restaurant and a full grocery store and, you know, not full, but pretty large. And then they also have like RVs for sale and an RV, a full RV um, parts and accessories store. Then there's like the actual two acre family fun zone, which is full of water slides. So what I'm hearing you say is like, if your idea of an awesome vacation is just to spend the whole week at the campground. And have the beach there, the pool there, the restaurants there. Like this might be your best option. Like if you really don't care about going on day trips and all that stuff and you just want to relax and kick back, this might be the place. Yeah, you know, a lot of people talk about that with um, preteens and teens and, you know, going on vacation and how wonderful it is to go somewhere with your teens and know that they can like kind of almost like run free, playing basketball, volleyball, doing all of the activities during the day. You know that they're having fun and you can actually relax. Whereas in a lot of places that can be, you know, hard to manage that kind of family balance of you doing the things you want to do in them. So sounds like a great place for teenagers. And I think I, that as the I boys get older, is. this would be a place we should try. I like it. I like that kind of beach town feel to it. Um, it's a different kind of camping. And if you get stressed out camping with a lot of people around you, you should not go then here. You got, you got, but that's the awesome <laughs> thing about Myrtle Beach. It's like, no matter what your style is, if you're smart about booking and book early, you can find the, per- you can, like Stephanie said, you can find the perfect campground for you here. All right, let's talk par- Pirate Land, which we do call the most controversial campground in America. Right, so Pirate Land, <laughs> and I, I, we've, we've personally never stayed there. We've driven through. And Pirate Land provokes really strong responses from people. Cracks people us up. love Pirate Land, and it's like the campground that they go to over and over again. 20 years in a and row. We've had an individual review of, mm-hmm. of Pirate Land with a, one of our guest correspondents. But so some people love it, and they've been going for like 20 years. Then there's other people that go to Pirate Land, and they're like, I hated it. I oh, want my no. money back. Like it's too crowded. The sites are too small. Yeah. People feel like they're, you know, they're hemmed in and everything. So it is the ever controversial pirate land. It is like a love-hate affair. But people love it and we have to include it for that. I mean, Tatiana, who reviewed it on the podcast uh, last year sometime, we actually invited her on to review it because she is a state park camper. She goes into the middle of nowhere to camp. This woman knows how to rough it and yet her and her family adore the week that they spend every year at pirate land and they would never go anywhere else. They're pirates themselves. Just so everyone gets it. There's a pirate-themed water park an indoor pool, an 18-hole mini golf court, paddle ball, kayak rentals, playgrounds, rec room. I mean, this is like, I mean, it's not Disney. It's not Fort Wilderness. It's not Disney World, but it's got some of that kind of thing going on. I feel like it's closer to a Jellystone than any of the other campgrounds. But instead of Yogi Bear, pirates. Pirates. Exactly. Because it's really heavy on the activity schedule for all ages. And it's that family-friendly camping. You know, some of these other larger ones that we're talking about, they're very geared towards the senior crowd also, not just the younger crowd. But I feel like Pirate Land is like just saying, we're the family camping. If you're traveling without kids... (laughs) <laughs> I might just scratch me. this one off. <laughs> like if you're traveling without kids, like yeah. the state parks are great. The KOA is great. 
I think Ocean Lakes might be great. Like, don't if you don't go here unless you have kids. Now we yeah. mentioned our friend Yogi Bear, and it's time to take a little break. And we have a sponsored message from our friends at Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts. Now, Yogi Bear's Jellystone Parks have everything your family needs to make long-lasting family memories. Whether you are an RV enthusiast, enjoy the comforts of a cabin, or prefer tent camping, or all three like we do, Jellystone Parks have first-rate accommodations, amenities, and activities. You've got water zones and mini golf and wagon rides, themed weekends, and of course, always appearances from Yogi Bear and friends. You'll see that family fun is really the main attraction at Jellystone Campgrounds. And with over 80 locations in the United States and Canada, you can have quality camping experience that's also close to home. Visit CampJellystone.com to find a Jellystone park near you and up near but like halfway between wilmington and myrtle beach is the tabor city jellystone mm, we want to get there we want to get the, there. O- the owners of the tabor that's city an award-winning yeah. jellystone that would put if you want to do day trips to myrtle and wilmington that could be a really cool option as well that's supposed to be an awesome campground all right our seventh campground that we are recommending that people seem to love and gets good reviews is Lakeshore. Now, this is an interesting one, and I really felt like we had to include it on our roundup. It doesn't get as much press, but people really love and adore this place. I'm going to say why. It's nestled in between Ocean Lakes and Pirate Land, okay? So it's basically Pirate Land, Lakewood, um, then Ocean Lake. They're practically in a row. Well, and yeah, Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach State Park is right above it. So it's just like a row of campgrounds along that water. Um, so you're south of the Myrtle Beach Boardwalk. You know, you're, you have really great access to Myrtle Beach State Park, of course. Um, but this is a different kind of place. There's actually a faith-based angle to the entire camping experience here. And although, you know, they're not asking you to... So like, a- atheists are welcome. <laughs> right, I'm sure they don't ask you to like take a faith pledge to stay here. You should know that that is a very big part of the camping experience here. So in other words, throughout the course of the season, they have daily vacation Bible school for kids to attend. And <laughs> Oh, we should go for a week and drop Max and Theo off in vacation <laughs> Bible people, school. Right, so people go and, you know, of course they're supposed to be really fun with like all of these theater elements and puppet shows and blah, blah, blah. All vacation Bible schools are supposed to be really fun, There's, a, Yeah, I know, but our <laughs> that's how we that's how we punish our kids. We'll tell them, we're going to send you to vacation Bible school. <laughs> They've had some bad experiences. But um, then we all, they also have like a gospel concert every week in the beach audit, auditorium. Of course they do. <laughs> right? So this is a campground that is almost as large as Ocean Lakes. I so mean, I it's huge. If you're a, a, you know, a, you know, a family that's very serious about your faith, this might be a great place for a vacation. Yeah, because I think that what they offer is a place for people to feel like you get that big, fun camping experience, but you feel supposedly they take like the security really safely. They close it down at nighttime, like it's quiet at night. So this is kind of like a balance, I think, where they're trying to provide some of the elements of the bigger resorts without maybe the party element of the other right. resorts. And that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it sure. does. It was interesting to me. And people, the the, the reviews from this camping resort are always phenomenal, except for complaints about too strict of security, which always tells you Again, something. Camper, know yourself. <laughs> know yourself, yeah, like right? If you want to be drinking beers and having a good and ride time in the golf at eleven thirty at night, like don't go to the faith based campground, right? But if you really want to have fun, to maybe go to a gospel concert on the beach and then put your kids in bed and sit around the campfire at it's, night, it's it good, might be clean perfect. Fun. Good, it's clean not, fun. It's not Elvis Presley shaking his hips fun. <laughs> Like you're going to get at Broadway <laughs> on the beach. Good, clean fun. All now, right. The, la- the mm, eighth- last one. Yeah, this is interesting. We're I, felt, I felt like we had to include this. So our eighth recommendation 
is not open yet, but it could be awesome. And I, I don't know if it will be awesome because they have nothing but renderings up on the website. This is they a don't keep have real your photos eyes yet. peeled, right? It's Carolina Pines, and it's out in Conway. So is that about 15 minutes yeah, from Myrtle? Yeah, not a long drive. So this could certainly be a campground you would use for a Myrtle Beach vacation, but it is west in Conway, and that's a lovely little area. The reason I feel like it's worth mentioning is it's a sun RV resort. Like Lake and Wood mm-hmm. is a Sun RV resort by us. Seashore campsites. The Sun RV resorts we've gone to are really, really nice. Now, I don't know that every single one is really, really nice. The ones you and I have gone to are awesome. So this may be a really awesome campground. It may be a bit more for the seasonal crowd, the way Sun does know, things. The renderings maybe, but the renderings really look like they're going for that upscale resort. This is like this is like no argument this is going to be a resort. Yeah. I mean they're talking yoga studio, yeah. indoor and outdoor pools, workout facility, guest shuttle service. I, I don't know if that means right up to the beach. You know beach the in kind Myrtle? of upscale resort on the campgrounds that we've been seeing more where there's like the cabanas at the pool. Like some of the yogi bears. That is more I feel like what we're looking at but more adult centered not kid centered. This is going to be like that's a, my Nor- guess. a Normandy Farms kind of campground. Yeah. It, yes, that's I think a good example. And it's going to open I I think it's opening in spring or summer of next year. It's so you, summer 2019. You might take a look at this one. It's probably going to be really nice. And if you wanted a seasonal or a longer term camping situation, this could be a cool option. All right. Well, that was fun to wrap up eight campgrounds. So now this is what we do because people ask this question over and over again. And now we've got our little link to drop in in Facebook and say these are eight places that have been recommended by both us and the people in the RVFTA community over and over and over again. Two questions. I'm going to put you on the spot. Which is your favorite? And or when we go back to Myrtle Beach, which one do you want to stay at? Yeah. So, you know, it's been frustrating for us. We've gone to Huntington Beach State Park so many times. We never go to Myrtle Beach without visiting at least one day, sometimes more. Um, And we've never been able to camp there. So, of course, I want to camp there. Um, But... Honestly, like I said before, I also do want to have the Ocean Lakes experience. I'm at that age with my kids. Um, you know, parents know when you get independent swimmers who can actually have fun on all the water slides and everything, it really is a great family vacation to be able to sit there with a fruity beverage next to on the sun deck while your kids go down the water slides 23,000 times. That is truly relaxing and I love it. That's one of my favorite things to do now. <laughs> we agree about something. Because that trip got canceled for us and I, I've never had the chance to actually camp at Huntington Beach State Park. It's high up on my list of things I want to do. I really want to go back and camp there. But I have to give a particular shout out to the Myrtle Beach KOA because we've stayed there four or five times and we have awesome memories there. The staff is great. The manager is great. It feels like family. Feels like family. Feels like home. Love that campground. I've never stayed there going, oh, I wish I was right up on the beach either. Like it's just because the beach is so close and the shuttle's there. And then we just day trip over to the state parks. I've never felt like I was missing something by staying there. I think it served us very well also for the time we were out for our kids' age and all of that. I do think that we've explored so much of that area of Myrtle Beach, like all of the touristy stuff, that now when we go back, we tend to love the stuff in the South a little more towards the state park. So that is why I think I don't need to be right there in the heart of the action oh, anymore. We've grown. We've matured. <laughs> you know, you just now, go through different stages and The seasons. last thing I want to say, I don't care which campground you choose. You better go to Johnny D's Waffles oh. or you have failed. Oh, Johnny it's a vaca- D's. If you don't go to Johnny D's Waffles, 
That's a vaca- that's a Myrtle Beach vacation trail. Red fail. velvet waffles. That place those was skillets. Breakfast we went skillets. twice. Cray cray. In one vacation, we never eat at the same place twice on vacation because we always want to try different places. Johnny D's, we went we twice. Did. Yeah, and we're dreaming about going again. Love it. Love all the little Chicken independent businesses that we get to learn about and support by going well, back we to met, a place we met over the again. Chef. We did, and she was pretty awesome and just really uh, just a great place. So we enjoyed that. Make sure you t- click on the link in the show notes over at RBFTA for this episode to read our Myrtle Beach article for Trailer Life because we really did cover a lot of our favorite highlights from the breadth of the kayaking tours to the Broadway on the beach. And you, you can know. see some photos there yeah, as well. the wax museum stuff, all that crazy stuff we covered in the article. So, And we will see you at the beach campground. See you at the campground. <laughs>